they know. I've been doing the You're always in demand in my heart. Oh, thank you. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Playing with Squirrels, a Boy Meets World fan cast. And we are joined once again by my good friend, Juan Rodriguez. Hey, wait, wait, what? Can you say my name again? <laughs> Rodriguez. <laughs> Hey, how you doing, everybody? <laughs> uh, so, Juan and I uh, are one of the biggest centerpieces to our friendship mm-hmm. is wrestling. Oh, yeah. So, I had to bring I mean, him on for Thrilla in Phila. Thrilla in Phila. Which aired on May 5th, 1995, and it features the one, the only, Robert <laughs> Goulet. <laughs> no. I forgot he was even in this episode until I had to rewatch it. I'm like... When did Robert? He's so black. Like, they his mustache, everything is like jet black. Yeah, he. Uh, oh I God. love Robert Goulet's sense of humor all the time. He puts himself in some of the most bizarre situations. He voiced the singing voice for the really fat kid in uh, Recess. Mm-hmm. Reese, man. Oh yeah, is it Reese? I can't remember. I thought Reese was uh, the main kid. No, Reese the main kid. Damn it. Gus. Gus. Yeah. Gus oh, wait, the, no, Gus was Gus the, the small kid. Yeah. I'm just thinking of someone that works. Big kid in recess. Uh, they gotta have a laptop in front of me. So yeah, Jeezy. Um, <laughs> big old Mikey. Mikey. Yeah. Mikey. Uh, and then I always my favorite Robert Goulet appearance is in the movie Scrooged. It's a it's a it's a throwaway joke, but they're going through the list of shows that they're going to be airing on the TV that year, and one of them's Robert Goulet's Old Cajun Christmas. <laughs> I skipped the end. Like the Old Cage Christmas, and it's Robert Goulet standing on like one of those like handmade refs out of like a bunch of logs, and he's just like pedaling through a swamp, singing Silver Bells while an alligator's chasing him. <laughs> That's funny. It's so Real good. Quick, fantasy fight. Who would win, Robert Goulet or Richard Cheese? Oh, Robert Goulet fights dirty. I don't know, man. Richard Cheese is a bad... You hear the songs he covers? I know, but I think... I feel like he'll get down with the sickness see, and just stop a mud hole. See, I think, I think Cheese is all shtick. I think if uh, I think if it's one-on-one, he backs down. He literally has the dirtiest fighting name, Dick Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to whisper it. It's, I don't want to say it out loud. That's true. Where we're at. So the episode starts <laughs> off... Topang is trying to get a bunch of people to give her their information for for yearbook. Yeah, say yearbook time. And uh, just right out the gate, we've got my favorite version of Corey, which is old <laughs> Jewish man Corey. He's the the wrestling team just picks him up and he goes, "Oh no, I've had a fat and heavy breakfast." <laughs> <laughs> He's essentially Jay Sherman. He just is as a kid. Well, me as a kid, but like as. Uh, like, like size real life Jay Sherman yeah. is boy meets world Corey. And then they start they're like, Hey, guess what, kid, you've made on the wrestling team and he's like, Hey Sean, look, my jacket, my you it's like Christmas over here. <laughs> Here's your candy. Hi, candy. I'm candy. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um so Corey becomes part of the wrestling team and that's really the only storyline in this episode. There's like a little bit about I mean, Harley, but it's like barely there. I mean like they try, like, putting little sub-stories to, I guess, build up for other stuff in the future. Like, oh, here's a heartfelt moment, and then dumb stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, dumb jock things. <laughs> like, we're breaking cans over her head, which is my Dude, favorite part. Corey's face when he <laughs> sees him, because he's doing the, like, bite his knuckle move. Mm-hmm. It's so... His, like, facial expressions and reactions to things is what makes this show so good all these years oh, later. God, I just love the cans. His, nick, his big nickname is Corey the, the Corey, Corey Matthews. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Also, I don't know if you knew this. Speaking of Topanga, 
Uh, it was that actress's birthday when that first aired. It was her 14th birthday. Huh. Yeah. Look at that. Weird. This is also the first episode that I feel like Sean realizes that Topanga and Corey mm-hmm. have a thing, which is big. Yeah. It's a big thing because He's... I think season three is that relationship begins and then it never ends. Mm-hmm. Except for a few times when Corey cheats on her, but... Corey Matthews. What the fuck Older Corey Matthews is trash. <clears throat> but we'll get that some other time. But. Uh, one of the few episodes that we get with Adam Scott. Dude, when I'm watching, I'm like, is that Ben? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I'm both guys. <laughs> yeah, there's, live there's a very small period where he's uh, he he's was, a bully. Hold up, he was 22 at the time, I think, when that aired. Makes sense. Because I think he was born in the 70s. Man, someone was all up on Wiki. Oh, hey, man, I was, I was curious. <laughs> I was like, how is Adam... Where is Adam Scott coming yeah. all of this? Adam this Scott's getting dude. a massage in the middle class. Yeah, he's, he's the dude. But this is... It's because of that that uh, that Joey the Rat joins the wrestling team because he realizes that if he loses his leader, then he, he needs something. He needs something to fall back on. Um, so this is one of my favorite lines coming from uh, the teacher, uh, Mr. Turner, is he asks Corey what his blood type is. Oh, my God. And, and it's says, also the only goof in this episode. Oh. It's the only goof. Well, sorry. Because he say? says A+. A plus? A, he says A, B. Well, no, there's no A plus. B. Like, oh, I don't know. I mean, it's not A plus. A positive. A like, positive. But he says A, B um, positive is... No, A, B negative is the recipient. No, A, B positive is. Yeah. A, B negative is the one you can give to anybody. Yeah. Because um, he says I, universal <laughs> recipient. That'll be good for you. Yeah. <laughs> good for you, kid. That doesn't, like, he's going to get all the blood, but no, like, that way she messed him up, but they did. They was like, whoa, I'm not a health teacher. Yeah. I'm not a licensed physician in here. <laughs> um. I just love that there's all these... Give kids blood to each other. Yeah. Well, there's these <laughs> references. So so Joey the Rat and Frankie the Enforcer are training. Is that his nickname? The Frankie Enforcer? the Enforcer. Oh, that's great. And Frankie the Enforcer goes... Uh, he goes to show him how to wrestle, and he goes, this is a little tip I learned during my tour of Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how old is this kid? Well, he has to like, tour Japan. I was going to say, you're the expert. Was Vader touring Japan around that time? Uh, Vader? Because he definitely I mean, had a career in New he, Japan. Well, yeah, that was around the time Vader was flipping back between, like, the the, uh, the South Territory and... Because this, this era aired in 95, right? 95, yeah. yeah so, so I think this he is just the mid-90s, and this is right after... This is right before the Attitude Era. Um, Vader wasn't... It was kind of like that weird... I was going to say, was this after before his, like, weird... He was supposed to get a big push, and yeah. then Shawn Michaels was like, yes, I'm not going to job out to him. Yeah, because of 96, when <clears throat> Shawn Michaels started getting pushed to the top because he was a dick. Yeah. Um, so all this is a weird transition in wrestling where... The bigger dudes were getting like pulled like, pulled back, yeah. And it was like that was so unheard of. And the bigger dudes getting insane gimmicks. Like you had, uh, was it one man gang? Is yeah. uh, Akim or Akim? Is it now? Akim, the, the African dream. And he's dancing around and everything. And then you had Vader, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna do the same thing." He said that. Yeah. He said, "Fuck that." Man, Mantar. Yeah, man. <laughs> that would have been him, actually. I believe it. Because um, he looks the like the, on, yeah. the helmet. Uh, he's like, "Hey, man, we can play in this role." He's like, "Nope." And he went to Japan, where Japan just love big dudes and they love big American guys. It yeah. was around that time where he's touring around the world and got in a nice little run in Japan. So I, I think he actually fought Bob Sapp in his first match, if I remember that right. Nice. Well, and then so so there's going to be a match between Joey and Corey mm-hmm. to determine who the gets Corey the, the Corey Corey the Corey to determine who stays on the wrestling team. And Sean, being a very good wrestling manager, is like, "Yo, 
all you got to do is get out of the way because he's been practicing with Frankie the immovable object. So all, he's not used to a moving target. You should be able to get this no problem. Oh, yeah, the Rey Mysterio. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so Corey gets a, a quick, easy win. And then Joey the Rat cuts a pretty damn good promo where he's just like, Listen here, buddy. Let's do this unauthorized. I want to prove it. You yellow. You yellow. <laughs> all heated. Well, dude, I was like, this is amazing. Um, so there's this whole build, and eventually Adam Scott, I do not remember his character's name. He's Adam Scott in all of my notes. Isn't it Griffin or something? Griffin, Griffin. Yeah. He's basically just like... Aren't you... The, don't you like Boy's World more than me? I, I, kept almost say, I kept almost saying Harley, which was the person that he was replacing. It was the bully uh, he's replacing. I'm like, what right. the hell was his character's name? Because he's only in it for like four episodes, and then Harley comes back. They call him Griff for short. Griff, if yeah. If they don't, then that's... They, they absolutely call okay, him cool. Griff for short. Um, so this is where Griff is like... If you're going to do this fight, let's do it right. Mm-hmm. Come here tonight. You know, I don't yeah. think he had that sweet rhyme. I accidentally oh, yeah, did that. You, 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 you're, you're probably okay. So <laughs> but they show up, and Corey's just like, I mean, what's the, I'm just going to call off the fight. Like, what? Like, Griff and, and Frankie think less of me, and then all of a sudden, it's like fucking Starcade 95 in there. It's a packed arena. Oh, He's yeah. got, like, Baywatch girls walking around. Robert Goulet shows up and sings. Robert Goulet as the ring announcer and sings the Star Spangled Banner, Mm -hmm. (laughs) brings a tear to everybody's eye. Uh, And then this is when Vader shows up and he's barking and he's growling. He just comes up. (laughs) 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 All that fat, fat timbre. (laughs) (laughs) So this is where Corey's like, I gotta get out of here. And then Eric just shows up. He's like, I found a flyer. It said, See an idiot get (laughs) pounced. <laughs> so, oh, so it turns into a tag match between Corey and Eric versus Frankie and his dad Vader. Who, um, they, oh, actually, this cover's coming. Never yeah. mind. I'm going ahead of myself. We'll so, ahead. so they're wrestling, and then Feeney steps into the ring. That's Beautiful funny. entrance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, but Feeney, as well the, the actor, does yeah. an amazing promo. He does, and, and he uses Vader's real name, Leslie. Yeah, well, that's the nickname. But his real name's Leon, but he yeah. uses his real name. In the thing, and then later they change it because this is also the time. This is people don't understand this about wrestling that you had no idea who these people were in the nineties. Yeah. You were there they were whole, that was Vader's real name. Yeah, and they said they said Leslie, and people that started berating him. That's why they changed the name later. Yeah, the boys broke. They're like, oh, hi Leslie, it's Vader. Yeah. It's Vader time, not Leslie time. Like, I remember there was the one episode. Uh, there's a later episode where Vader's only in it for like a minute, mm-hmm. but it's uh, Mrs. Matthews. Yells at him, you don't act like this in the PTA meetings, Leon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this leads to my favorite quote in the whole episode, which is when he goes, you won this one, Feeney. But next time, Texas Deathmatch, loser leaves town. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing, like, out of all this time, uh, watching this made me think, I'm like, I mean, WWE can make a a real quick thing for the whole... Netflix and all that shit, like you know, the, the whatever the Gromies world or that whole yeah. world is, and then they're trying to have the, the whole uh, PG era. You know, before Vader died, you could have brought back Feeney. Yeah, done this whole thing. Like that could have been a raw. Yeah. Actually, do a loser leaves town match. Yeah, have Feeney could've, go over. It would have been great. Yeah, <laughs> have Feeney go over and then Vader just leave because he came back and then just died. It was <laughs> so, terrible. They, they could have handled that any worse with that magnificent giant man. But yeah, there's a there's another wrestling episode I think if not next season the following season we'll definitely have to do together the oh, infamous yeah. Vader versus Jake the Snake 
episode. When you, when you reached out to me, I'm like, yeah, this is one. Oh, no, it's the first time? I'm still, I'm every episode. The right? Texas Deathmatch line is, like, arguably one of my top ten favorite Boy Meets World <laughs> quotes of all time. Uh, and then the episode ends with Corey in detention. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, no, that's the end of the episode. That's after the episode. The, yeah. the episode ends with him giving back the jacket and oh, yeah. everything. And then it's a very sweet moment where, like, Topanga says, like, you know, like, no matter what we do, I'm out of Yeah. But, you know, we'll be together, and that's beautiful. I'm like, oh, I almost sat here in the office. I I think that the line that gets me more is when Corey returns the jacket to the wrestling team, mm-hmm. and they go, you're all right, Corey. And Sean goes, he's always been. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. yeah like that, well, That's a nice little ending of the episode. Yeah. It's coming out of nowhere. Like, just, that did not warrant the episode. Cool and all. Yeah. But that little nice little touch did not – that was not even warranted. It just came out of nowhere. Well, and I think that's one of those important things that, like – it's one of those things where you realize as you rewatch the show that throughout the whole show, Sean is one of the only... Like, Sean wants Corey to see the person in himself that Sean sees in him. And especially in these early episodes. Because Corey is always trying to be the cool kid. And, like, Sean's the only person that, like, realizes, like, you are on such a better level than these people that you want to be like. Oh, yeah. And I love that moment. That's a beautiful moment. Everyone needs a friend like Sean. Exactly. Uh, and then they go to detention, and, you know, we paid for Robert Goulet, so let's bring him <laughs> back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, <let's see> him. <laughs> hey, Robert, you're here for five minutes. Just sing to these kids at detention. So uh, I don't even know what the hell he was saying. It was over so quickly. <laughs> I don't know. The version I watched uh, had everyone's voice down. Oh, my God. It was a nightmare. And scary. This is Robert, Robert Goulet. <laughs> it definitely it. made Corey sound more like an old Jewish man than ever before. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only reason why I stuck with it, because right <laughs> I'm like, all right, this is great. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's it for this episode. Definitely well, one of the classics of the early era. I was going to say, the title of the game was the, the, the Thrilla in Phila? Yeah. Do you know where that's from? That's a that's a Muhammad Ali thing, right? Yeah, so it's from the last match that, I'm not sure if you're boxing at all, it's the last match that Joe Frazier and Ali had in yeah. their whole, uh, I think it was three matches, and it was the, one of the best boxing matches in the history. Yeah, they had one of the Thrill best series Manila. in the history. Yeah, it, Manila is that right? I think it's Thrill in Manila. Yeah, that was the. I, I don't know. I'm making sure I'm not saying it. Right. Million Vanilla, the Thrill in Manila. I, like, I've never like, seen the actual matches, but I've watched oh, a bunch you, of documentaries about just that feud, and it seems yeah. like it is like next like level just boxing, sports entertainment. Yeah, it, that's it's amazing. It still stands the test of time. Um, but the craziest thing that I just looked up just to see what's up. Apparently, Ali almost died. During that match, during the match, during the during the last, well, the fourteenth round where they call where his uh, Frazier's trainer called the match. Yeah, Ali was his heart was just going, and he could have sworn it failed, and he was about to pass out. Jesus. He kept asking, he kept asking people like take his clothes off, and like, well, cut cut the gloves first. And he's like, well, can I take my shoes off? Something because like he was getting circulation cut all over the place. So I'll Ali almost it, it's dude, it's impressive. I remember watching that years ago, and it's so impressive. For anyone you know, the Boys World podcast. Who wants to check out yeah, some old school yeah. boxing as well? Yeah, it's good. You know, just watch that. Got watch a good match. Vader match recommendation too. If oh, Vader, oh, my favorite Vader match. I think it was. Uh, oh God, it was a Stampede Wrestling. It was him versus Terry Funk. I think in '92 or '88, and it's a match where Vader gets hit with some object. I think it was a cowbell, or I think it was a Terry Funk with a cowbell or some purple pride, and he's bleeding. Uh, and this is the time where there was like, oh, let's let him bleed. He was bleeding all over the place. And you hear him like, someone help me. <laughs> he's like covered in the crimson mask. And he's like, whatever, they're not going to help me. They'll finish the match. So he ends the match quick, picks up Funk, slams him, and Funk so he just couldn't breathe. Yeah. And just pins him. And it's so abrupt. The crowd's like, yeah, this is amazing. And that's Vader. That's when they pushed. 
after that, Vader's like, yeah, you're going to squash a bunch of people for like a couple years and then do a, do a backflip, you know, do that yeah. cool quick shit too. That's my favorite Vader moment. Uh, right. Besides, obviously, this episode of Boyman's World. And what do you got going on if there's anything you got to promote? Oh, <clears throat> promoting. Um, I am in a new band. Um, we have a demo coming out this summer. We have no name. There's tentative names. They're all terrible. Uh, sex moves? Are we talking about sex moves? <laughs> sex moves and or wavy and or the uh, John Spoon Experience. All of them great names. Yeah. Uh, Sunblind, we're playing in Phoenixville at the end of this month uh, at Steel City. It's nice. May 23rd. We're posting that. Um, we have a music video coming out in the summer for Sunblind as well. Uh, on top of that, I will be doing Twitch streaming uh, in June. Check out my channel. It's Papa One on all platforms. Somebody nice. on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, the whole nine yards. Just doing obscure games and obscure reviews of fast food. Nice. Um, I will definitely subscribe. Yeah. The first episode, we're playing uh, Shaq Fu for the PS4. <laughs> and the secret level, Barack Fu, where he plays Barack Obama. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. All right. Thanks so much, man. All right. Take care, y'all. <laughs>